0: Welcome back to episode number two of the Wilmington Chamber of Commerce's podcast. This is our second show we're putting together, and uh, we ran out of time last time. We were talking a little bit more about our legislative agenda and some of the issues that we're focused on in 2022. So we wanted to kind of catch you up on, on some of the things that we're focused on in the, in the coming year, in this coming year. So... Talk to me about this bridge. You've brought it up a few times already in the last 30 days. (laughs) We're
1: going to beat this issue like a drum. So the first step, I believe, is making sure that in our region we understand that we have a need that has not yet had a funding source tied to it. So the Cape Fear Memorial Bridge is, is years away, just a few years away from its lifespan. Don't worry, it's safe because the North Carolina DOT is spending the money every year they have to spend to make sure it stays safe. The bigger issue is that 80,000 cars are predicted to cross that bridge every day at rush hour in less than 10 years. And so what are we going to do to accommodate that number of cars coming in? Because we can't build New Hanover County out of commuters, Right. It's just it's not going to happen. There are going to be people choosing to live on the other side of the river. We have trucks that are bringing goods to and from the ports that come over that bridge mm-hmm. from the western part of the state. All of those things point to a reason for a bigger bridge with more lanes. Right. And and so the first thing that we'll focus on this year is making sure our community and that means the region mm-hmm. has a, a a shared appreciation for the need for a new bridge. And when we get that, and that you know, and that you know, people laugh when I say bridge now, and it's a little bit of a, of a shtick for me. Um, I want them to laugh because I want them to remember it, mm-hmm. and and so I think we'll get there. And then you know, uh, working. Uh, in lockstep with you with if you will with our elected officials at especially the state level and uh, and the the Mm WMPO which is the regional body that helps make decisions about prioritization of projects Um, at the end of the day Everybody in North Carolina is going to have to be open to creative ways of funding infrastructure, and we've got big-ticket items in this region, just like every other region in the state of North Carolina has. And so it's not going to be an easy fix. And so alongside my bridge my bridge uh, game, it's not a game, my, my bridge passion, uh, we, the Wilmington Chamber, and we've encouraged uh, entities in our region to join with the North Carolina Chamber's Destination 2030. I would encourage any business that wants to help advocate uh, for a new and better way of funding and financing transportation infrastructure to join onto this coalition. It's, um, it's statewide, and when businesses statewide speak out of the same uh, you know, what speech or sing out of the same hymn book, whichever uh, analogy you want to use? Legislators listen. They have to. They, they, you know, it's it's about um, having an agreed upon way, though, right? right. Um, we can't all be fighting amongst ourselves about where a bridge is going to go or where funding, you know, is going to happen. Um, and so we're working on those. There've been there've been commissions in the state of North Carolina. That have identified creative ways, and so just getting us, getting us all educated on how can we create more dollars for transportation funding. There is a federal infrastructure bill that's going to send some money in that got passed late in 2021. Uh, it's not going to be enough. We have 11 billion dollars in transportation needs in the state of North Carolina, 11 b billion, and this infrastructure bill is going to send us less than two billion. Right. For the, so for the whole state? For the whole state. So so it's not enough to, it's only going to chip away a little bit.
0: What's the the last estimate on these? different Well, and there's different price tags mm-hmm. associated with a different product, mm-hmm. right? So do you remember the range on the price? I mean,
1: we're, we're talking, depending on what the new bridge looks like, we're talking between half a bill to a bill. Yeah, It just depends on what we end up, and right. we get to help decide that if we get in there. If we don't, yeah. If we don't get to be a if partner. Don't
0: come together as a region. The
1: DOT is just going to decide because they can't have an unsafe bridge right. or a bridge that can't accommodate the traffic. That's their job. Right. And so, if we don't come together and agree on what our bridge is going to look like and how we're going to fund it and finance it, then they're just going to decide for us.
0: Okay, that's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. How do we how do we encourage other people to get involved on a local level?
1: On a local level, they can join with we you know we've created a regional transportation advocacy group at the okay. chamber, and so business people can get involved uh, that way, uh, and we would love to hear from them. Okay, yeah. great,
0: thanks, excellent, thanks. So uh, another major issue is kind of hot button topic for the state of North Carolina is offshore wind. Mm-hmm. Right, it's kind of a budding economic opportunity for us. Uh, Talk to me about where the chamber is on that one.
1: So it's also a critical, uh, one of the critical components for the state and for the local uh, area to meet our carbon emission goals, right? Right. We've all set some, including energy companies themselves, have really set some Uh, aggressive goals in reducing carbon emissions because we know it's the right thing to do. And it's exciting in some ways. Uh, It is, it's going to require innovation Mm -hmm. in the energy business. That's exciting to to watch. I'm a geek, um, such a geek. And and so offshore wind is one of those possibilities. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are leases along the North Carolina coast um, and a couple in our area, potentially. One pretty certain one not as certain right in any event uh, if a lease is in your area then uh in order to assemble what what basically is a windmill in the ocean right they're all so many parts because you can't they're so big mm-hmm. they're so big that you can't assemble them all in one place and then take the windmill if you will out to sea right you have to make the parts on the land and then you um you know, put parts together and then yeah. you go put more parts together when you get out there on a barge or something. And and so it's, it's complicated. Um, there are little parts and little welding that has to happen and there are big parts and big welding that has to happen. And again, a lot of innovation. And so the possibility for significant uh, investment in capital mm-hmm. in our region so that those facilities can be built to make all those product products that have to go into it, um, how does our port plan any of that? So it's not entirely clear okay. yet how the port does. They, um, you know, some parts could come in through the ports. Um, chances are the parts would be made closer, mm-hmm. um, but they could be brought in to the ports and then loaded. Um, it, all of it's really unclear right now, so I don't Got have it. all the answers. And and so Fair. to that end. Yeah. We want to continue studying it because we do have a position at the chamber that we want to we want to support um, policies and investments that will, will allow us to continue to reduce those carbon emissions, allow us to make our grid even smarter, mm-hmm. right? Um, prevent brownouts and blackouts that we've seen in other parts of the country, right? Um, and then, as well as you know, um, this the idea. That we can create clean energy jobs in our region and and a lot of them and so however you know there's some concerns what does it look like if these windmills are that big yeah am i going to go into my house at riceville that i wish i had and <laughs> see <laughs> a windmill outside you know that is a fair concern it's right. a property value concern and so i think we all need to understand what is it really going to look like? And some people say it's going to look like that. And it's going to be just a blot on my horizon. And others say it's going to be a blip on the horizon. And so we we will work to understand that. We have a public policy committee meeting scheduled at the end of January, and um, and our members will get to hear from some presenters, um, get some facts, and and we'll continue talking about it to see is this something that will, uh, gosh, play into. A public policy goal that we have to lower carbon emissions, while also play into this economic growth goal that we have to create more jobs. It's kind of yeah. exciting that it might be both and. Yeah,
0: that's cool. That's great. Yeah. Anything else you want to share about where the policy committee is landing this year?
1: Well, um, gosh, we, uh, we still have, there's always a lot to do. There, you know, there will be conversations in 2022 about how we um, con- continued conversations, I should say, about how we address our affordable housing issues in our yeah. community, um, how we address uh, public transportation investments and we'll be at the table and all of those conversations and and agree um, as a Chamber of Commerce that affordable housing is necessary. We don't need our workforce having to live an hour away just right. to be able to afford to live. We also, uh, on the on the public transportation investments issue, Part of that is realigning the rail that currently cuts off our city if a long enough train comes through, mm-hmm. um, moving that uh, outside of the city limits and um, to, to, to better foster movement within the city. So uh, lots and lots and lots of things.
0: Yeah, we've got elections coming up this year. Oh, hmm. my word. 2022
1: yeah. is going to be a big year. We've got um, two
0: Mid-terms.
1: more. Uh, we have two county commissioners up yeah. for re-election um i think it's two or is it three it's two it's two it's two county commissioners and
0: three school board members three four
1: i think that's right i think that's right yeah Yeah. and then our our um, state legislative races Mm -hmm. are up because they're two-year terms and our congressional seat is up for election it's a it's midterm which means it's between presidential and gubernatorial, which yeah. happen every four years. Yeah. And then finally, we have one of our U.S. Senate seats yeah. is up for re-election. So it's going to be busy. We don't exactly know when the primary is going to be yet since uh, the, judge, <laughs> the judge pushed off the primary because he pushed off the filing because there are questions about the con- the constitutionality of our mm-hmm. uh, redistricting maps that just got drawn yeah. not not so long ago. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I hear you. So, There's um, a lot going on. Lots going on and waiting, just following that news update um, yeah. as it comes on a daily basis, it feels like, because we've got candidate forums that we want to put together at some point to help educate the community about who's running and
1: where they stand on the issues. So just have to stay tuned for those right. when we know more. <laughs> <laughs> right. And in the meantime, we will um, we'll spend some time helping our business communities celebrate the successes of 21 yep. and um, take a look at um, some of these goals we have for 2022. And how are they going to do that, Megan, in February? In Med Oh February. my gosh.
0: <laughs> We're hosting the annual meeting. It's our 155th annual meeting at the Wilmington Chamber of Commerce, and that's on February 17th at the Wilmington Convention Center. And so it's really exciting for us this year. We've got um, Our keynote speaker is going to be the Chancellor uh, from UNCW, Chancellor Sardarelli, and our Lifetime Achievement Award Lifetime Achievement and Business Award winner is Mr. Bob Warwick, who's currently with the Cat yes, Trust. well-deserved. Yeah,
1: well-deserved. So. so, yes, it's going to be a great evening and a great evening of celebration. So we want to encourage folks to, to come and plan to hang out for a while so that yeah. we really can celebrate. Uh, you know, I, I'm so tired of saying the, the P word, but um, I don't, and I know we're not through the pandemic yet, and it could be, Change our plans for uh, for an in person event. I don't expect it will change those plans, but um, would just urge people to continue as we head into winter uh, to just be careful. Just pay yeah. attention to where you are and who you're with, and. Um, get wash vaccinated, your wash your hands, Please wear a mask your if you're with people you don't know, and um, protect your loved ones because it's still, it's still out there. Yeah. Um, but things are feeling better. And um, as I shared with the Greater Wilmington Business Journal crowd at the Power Breakfast on Tuesday, I really do think that we are becoming a breakout city and that there are nothing but exciting things to happen yeah. here in Wilmington. And we might share some of those on our next episode. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in.